The girl lying motionless on the sand suddenly opened her eyes. The tide had come in, and she was drowning. Waves rolled over her face, then carried her up the beach, as she gasped with the shock of freezing water. When the girl was able to stand and scramble up some loose stones away from the incoming tide, panic took over, as she realized very quickly that she did not know where she was or even who she was. It was as though the sea had washed away everything about her life, leaving only her body, which trembled with cold, as she stood there in a wet, baggy gown with thin cloth shoes on her feet. The girl looked frantically around and wondered if she should call out, start screaming for help. But there was nobody. She was alone. With the absence of sudden danger, the girl calmed a little. Her breath resumed an even pace, and her heart sank back down in her body, where she could no longer feel each thump like a stone against the wall of her chest. She collapsed on some dry rocks and looked out to sea. The spot on the beach where she had woken up was now underwater. All around there were boulders covered with slick seagrass, like the wet fur of some once terrible creature that had not risen for a thousand years. Farther out, a white mist unfurled over the dark water, like creeping breath. There seemed to be no escape. The beach was enclosed by tall cliffs that erupted from the shore and stretched as high as she could see. The girl wondered if she had banged her head and fingered her scalp for bumps or the jagged edges of a scab. But she didn't feel like there was anything wrong with her mind. All her thoughts seemed to stick, but behind each question was a darkness from which she could pull nothing. She looked carefully at her sopping ragged gown for any markings or labels sewn into it. That's how she found out her name was probably Gertie Milk. Strange, she said, rubbing the small letters sewn into the fabric. I remember milk is something white you can drink, and that Gertie is a girl's name. But as to how old I am, or where I was born, or why I'm here, I could be anybody, or nobody. Her missing memories might have been close, just a few thoughts away. But trying to remember felt like going around a corner that never ended. Gertie's throat was so dry from thirst she felt the sides when she swallowed. But she somehow knew that a person can't drink seawater because it's full of salt and the taste of it makes you feel sick. As the rising tide splashed over her feet, Gertie crawled backward over the stones. The entire beach would soon be deep underwater. She needed a path that would take her up the cliffs to safety. It was painful to walk on the loose rocks, but Gertie decided she would rather have bruised feet than drown. When the rolling mist separated over the water, she stopped and stared out to sea for any sign of a ship she might have fallen from. I know what a ship is, 
Gertie thought to herself, and I have language, yet I can't remember any particular ship or even the name of the language I'm speaking. What felt most strange about losing her memory was that she had no idea how she looked. She'd seen her feet and even taken a few glances at her body under the gown, but the sea was moving too quickly for any kind of reflection. It would be some time before Gertie knew the color of her eyes, the shape of her ears, the angle of her nose, or was able to stare at the curious mark that crept over one side of her face.